Hello, this is Rodriguez Jr. and you're listening to Synth Story on Ask Audio. Welcome to Synth Stories. My name is Ronick Sethi. Every episode, we feature an artist or producer who shares their personal story with a specific hardware synth and demonstrates how they created a sound on one of their tracks using that synthesizer. Synth Stories is brought to you by Ask.audio. If you like inspiring and educational news, reviews, tutorials and interviews for audio music production, come and visit us for daily articles at Ask Audio. And in the Ask Audio Academy, we have video courses covering topics from synthesis to songwriting, mixing and mastering to music software like Logic Pro, Ableton Live, Cubase, Pro Tools. That's www.ask.audio. Olivia Matteau is Rodriguez Jr., an accomplished and forward-thinking electronic producer, well-known for weaving together deep techno, melodic accents, and contemplative synth lines. Olivia has received critical acclaim for his music, born from a studio full of dusty analog synths. And in this episode, he opens the lid on his studio workflow, discussing the synths that form the backbone of his sound, in particular, the Moog Voyager. He recreates the synth sounds from the title track of his recent EP, Chain Reaction, using the Voyager. Enjoy. Yeah, I got into music in the, um, in the mid-90s, actually, listening to all this dance music stuff. I was uh, studying mathematics in South of France, and the music scene was quite actually amazing these days in South of France. We had a lot of parties, warehouse parties and stuff like that on beaches as well. And uh, I was really passionate about synthesizers, uh, music production, computer samplers and stuff like that. So, yeah, basically I started buying equipment in second-hand stores and um, try to replicate uh, all the um, great records uh, I used to uh, to love from Detroit or Chicago and uh, or from Laurent Garnier and uh, this is how, how it all began I had the chance to uh, to meet Laurent Garnier in the in the late 90s and uh, back then I had a music project called the youngsters very techno and uh, we had the chance, the amazing, amazing chance to uh, to sign on this label, Left Communication, and uh, to release uh, two album on this label, which was amazing. And uh, yeah, this is how it how it all started for me. And then I eventually uh, started my own project, uh, Rodriguez Jr. Uh, in two thousand five, two thousand six, trying to define another kind of sound signature. Uh, experimenting again with the synthesizers and stuff and, um, and yeah that's it that's how it all began the core of my productions uh, is always the same bunch of synthesizers um, because I know them very well I really like them and um, it's like a paintbrush for me you know that's uh, instruments which allows me to translate very easily the ideas I have in mind so uh, it's all about the um, Roland uh, Jupiter 6 which I love a lot. I bought it in the late 90s, so I really know it really well. I use it for all the pads, effects, basses, stuff like that. Uh, the Roland SH-11, amazing synthesizer. You, you, you cannot replicate it with anything else. Uh, uh, that's a beautiful machine. And the Move Voyager, which is, um, which is unbelievable in terms of, uh, of sounds. Um, so that, yeah, that's the three machines I use the most in my productions. I have got a lot of stuff around me here, but that's the that's the core, really. 
I have always been a huge fan of the Moog sound. I, I remember my my childhood. I mean, all the all the albums I loved were like using Moog's sounds somehow, either from the modular Moog or the mini Moog. So that's like it's part of the soundtrack of my childhood. And um, yeah, so I've always been in love with this sound signature. And um, I remember was when the the Voyager has been released, it was like in early 2000, if I remember well. I was like really impressed about the possibilities and about the fact that you could have some kind of mini Moog with new options, with more flexibility, with more uh, uh, routing and modulation options. So yeah, I was really fascinated about these instruments, though I just bought it in 2010, so like six years ago. And uh, yeah, it, it has really changed a lot uh, the way I produce music because the sound is really distinctive, really powerful. You must learn how to use it in your uh, production. And it takes quite a lot of time because it's so fat that you, you really have to understand, yeah, how does it work and how you can properly use it in, uh, in, in, uh, in, um, in with other synthesizers. So basically, yeah, what I love uh, in the Voyager, um, it's yeah, the combination between these amazing uh, oscillators. They are very, um, very accurate, very warm, very focused. Um, the combination between, between the oscillators and the, and the filter, which is like very creamy, very, very powerful. So yeah, we can try it out. If I can just run a square wave into the filter, um, you can hear like this very distinctive, creamy Moog sound, even when you put the resonance a bit higher. That's amazing. That's like, that's enough. Just one oscillator, one filter. Uh, by the way, I very rarely use the, um, the second filter, so I just plug a jack into the second filter output just for bypassing it, and I just like I just use one filter. I think that the sound is much better, much focused um, when I stick to uh, to one to, to one filter. Um, you can hear like this very creamy sound, square wave, saw wave. That's like. That's just sexy, you know? Even when it's like rectangle. So yeah, that's the core. And um, you have like very interesting modulation options um, inside the menu and on the on the layout. Like you have like this uh, external LFO, separate LFO for modulating uh, pitch, the filter, and also that's a very nice function, and we will talk about it later maybe. Uh, you can modulate uh, the um, uh, waveform shape. That's really, really amazing. Sounds like that. So you can have this kind of uh, PWM pulse width modulation. That's amazing. So yeah, that's... Uh, the functions I really love the most, the most basic ones actually.
The funny story behind Shen Reaction is that it was actually a remix I did for uh, someone I, I couldn't tell now, of course, <laughs> because it's uh, yeah, it was supposed to be a remix, and the remix has never been released. So I decided to um, to work on it, work on it again, remove all the sounds, the original sounds from the original track, and keep this huge bass lane. And um, yeah, basically, I just received the Mook Voyager. That's the first track I did with it, actually. So I was just like having fun, trying to figure out the, all the process and all the modulations and stuff, trying to have fun with the, with the filter. And, um, and yeah, and, I, and, and suddenly I had this like bass line ideas. And um, yeah, I was very excited about it because that's something which really sounds like a Moog. You cannot do it with anything else, that's for sure. I mean, um, I've been using the SH-101, as I told before, for my bass lines uh, in all of, my, all of my tracks, but the Moog has this like really raw, fat sexiness, which is absolutely uh, amazing. So yeah, maybe I can show you like um, how I managed to... Uh, get the sound that's very very basic actually just one oscillator uh, with like something like a square wave between the square wave and and a saw wave okay basically um this second oscillator one octave higher square wave two if i put everything together it sounds like that here you can really feel this smook, creamy uh, filter walking out with a little bit of resonance. So yeah, that's the that's the, the base of this sound. And then uh, I eventually used the modulation I told you about, like the um, uh, the LFO modulating the uh, um, the waveform. So yeah, you have like this kind of growing yeah kind of growing sound can maybe add like the third oscillator to add more uh, power and that's it so here you can if I filter this sound you can you can start to hear like the the track and yeah that's the the base of the sound and then it's all about adding a little bit of envelope like on the filter like that Here we go. So it's not exactly the same sound, but because basically I have a big disease, I never save my, my presets. So I have to, um, I'm basically trying to <laughs> remind me um, how I did it. But yeah, that's almost that. Yeah, like that. So the bass starts very filtered, it's like in the background, like that. 
and I played manually, so maybe I'm doing random mistakes, but yeah, it's... That's it. That's it. That's how I did it. And I really, I really, really, really love this growling modulation on the, on the oscillator. So you can actually put it, push it really hard and it's always sound, sounds. Yeah, that's that's the fantastic thing with this synthesizer. You can actually do whatever, and it always always sounds uh, amazing. You cannot do any mistakes. That's like uh, always sexy, fat, and um, and yeah. And actually, the, the the sound is almost unprocessed in the final mix down. Just a little bit of uh, compression. I usually run it quite hot. Run the move quite hot in um, Universal Audio LA six ten preamp with a little bit of uh, optical compression just to, to keep things together and to keep it under control. And, uh, and that's it. It's really almost unprocessed in the, in the final mix down. I think that with good instruments, you, you don't have to process to EQ or to compress too much. The sound should be great at the source. And that's the case with the, with the Mini Moog Voyager or with the Jupiter. Or, or even if we talk about Moog, that's also the case with the new Sub 37, which is also amazing in a very different way and a very different sound too. So yeah, Distraction Reaction has, has just been released on uh, Mobile Record. And uh, there is another track called uh, Two Miles Away on the... Um, yeah, I was about saying on the, on the second side, but they are, they are not sides anymore <laughs> because that's all digital. But yeah, there is a second track in the EP called uh, Two Miles Away, which I also did with the, with the Voyager and the Sub 37, by the way. It's like it's almost trance music. But it was good fun to do. And um, yeah, now I'm focusing on producing my album, trying to have it finished before the end of the year. And it should be released on Mobile Record in May 2017, hopefully, if everything works out. And, um, and that's it. So that's all I'm doing at the moment, focusing on the studio stuff and uh, keep on touring. So um, yeah, we are like working on the, already on the album tour next year with my regular live set and also a new concept called Visualized, which, which is something we have developed for um, stage, um, for festival stages and live stages, which is a concept where people can, can see what I'm actually doing. There is a stru structure where I can set up all my uh, synthesizers and controllers and stuff. It's like a concert. The idea was to bring uh, the live performance out from the DJ booth. And um, yeah, it's gonna be part of my uh, touring schedule next year. I was kind of bored about these live performances in festival. You can just see the face of the guy checking his emails behind his laptop computer. For me, it's kind of frustrating, you know? 
And um, yeah, I've always been fascinated about uh, acts such like the Chemical Brothers or Craftwork um, uh, or, uh, or Daft Punk or, you know, like uh, giving a lot of energy to the audience, you know. In, in my opinion, that's kind of disrespectful to uh, to just just show up behind the laptop computer with the, beyond, on this black table, you know, you cannot see anything. That's that's frustrating, you know, for me. So yeah, that was the idea. Just so we have this structure, and then we have like lights, LEDs, uh, visuals in the background, uh, all synchronized to the music. So basically, I can keep on improvising all the time, and whatever I'm doing, there is like a visual action connected to the audio actions I'm doing. So that's very, um, very responsive. Very, uh, yeah, I can improvise a lot. The live setup is, uh, it's actually very basic. It's uh, a laptop computer running Ableton Live. I have two controllers, Allen Heath. I have Roland Tier 8 drum machine. I have an iPad, which I use as a controller too, with uh, Touch OSC. And I have uh, a MIDI keyboard, which I use a lot for improvising, adding layers of synthesizers or play live, live pads or basses, stuff like that. And um, and that's really nice because when you, I, I'm not a very good keyboard player, but as soon as you actually perform a real instrument, the people have the thing that that's a moment, you know, like that's something you cannot replicate again. That's really a moment. That's really music. So it creates this beautiful uh, synergy be between the crowd and, and myself. And, uh, I really like it. And uh, and that's it. And I'm thinking about adding um, an analog synthesizers to the rig because yeah, I still miss this kind of fatness. So I'm thinking about adding either um, a Moog Voyager rack or maybe uh, the Prophet 6 rack. Many thanks to Olivier Matteau, also known as Rodriguez Jr. Be sure to check out his EP Chain Reaction, which you can find on iTunes, Beatport and all major record stores. Uh, he also has a new album coming out, possibly this month or possibly next. And Olivier is often on tour, so to find out more about his live schedule, go to rodriguezjr.net. You've been listening to Synth Stories, brought to you by Ask.audio.